The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Here we go. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Looky there, ass family. It ain't Monday no more. It is now Tuesday. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show on this Tuesday. Contemplating life in my 50s now. That's right. I'm not actually in my 50s. I'm 50. So I can't really say I'm in my 50s. I'm barely 50. But I'm 50. Dealing with it. Nah, it's nothing to deal with it. It's age. That's all it is. How's everybody doing this morning? Everybody good? Good, 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 good. Uh, the reason why I don't really ever feel age is because of stuff like this. It's t-shirt time? Yeah. 12 yeah, times t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time. t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. I got mine. You shut I'm just up. trying to let everybody know you so they put their T-shirts on. You don't talk bad about T-shirts. Straight fire. He's the first one here today smelling tacos, and then he says, T-Public site rocks. Ass swag on the way. That's right. T-Public is your home of all the official outerwear of the Arnie State Show. I shouldn't say all because I don't have pants there or hats, but all my T-shirts. You can go there now. You can go to the Arnie State Store and get your T-shirts, or you can get onesies made. You can get masks made. You can get coffee mugs made. Stickers, bam, right there. All for you at the Tee Public site. My T-shirt today, it's an ode to the king. That's right. Uh, It's my straight out of Texas shirt. Straight spelled S-T-R-A-I-T, as in the king himself. George Strait. I was watching, uh, I was on TikTok. There's this guy I follow on TikTok. He's He's a finger painter. He throws paint at the wall, and then he paints stuff with his hands. And he does a bunch of black dude, and he's doing a bunch of country stuff, right? And I said, well, hey, why don't you do one of George Strait? He put that one up. He put my little comment up and said, hey, how about one for George Strait? And he fucking nailed it. I'd like to get that one. That one is cool. So, yes, I I contributed to another person's TikTok. By the way, my jokes are up there. Let's just do the jokes real quick, shall we? Get jokes out of the way real fast. Uh, why did Helen Keller's dog commit suicide? You would too if your name was... It's always one of my all-time favorites. What does a priest and a wristwatch have in common? They both start at 12. And what is the state fruit of Tennessee? I thought about saying Clay Aiken, but I I didn't think that would go over well. So uh, the state fruit of Tennessee is pumpkin. Get it? You're pumping can. So there you go. Those are the, those are the jokes today. Uh, let's see. Uh, straight fire. I said hello to you. Good morning, Braddy Kit. I hope you have a good day today. Hot Mama says good morning, ass. Right back at you, Derek. Good morning, my friend. Mike D says good morning, assheads. Aldo says good morning, all. Aldo, I like your 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 picture. It says nobody cares. Work harder. I like that. Uh, Arnie, you can now say that you're closer to sixty than forty. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. I appreciate that. That's what I wanted this morning. <laughs> Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. 
Ghost of Nevada Fred says 50 means vintage and collector's item. I've been that ever since the day I was born. I mean, come on. Uh, all kinds of shit to get to today. Let's see. I did T-shirt time. Did jokes. Got that all out of the way. We do have celebrity-ass death match today. That is correct. Today we have appetizers. Ooh, this one's going to be, I, and, and this one is tough. Man, is it tough. There's a couple easy ones in there, at least I hope. But it is tough. So let, let's just start the show. Uh, let, let me see. Do I have anything to start with? What did I do yesterday? I, I didn't really do a whole lot yesterday. Wrestling sucked last night on Monday Night Raw. That was no good. Uh, just getting back in the swing of things. Having a week off, it's great. And it, it, it's great to recharge my, my motor and all that kind of stuff. But, man, it kind of throws you out of whack. So yesterday, I, I was getting my whack back yesterday since I was thrown out of it. That means a lot. Thank you, Arnie. It's something I believe deep in my heart and soul. Not a lot. Do it now. No, you're absolutely right, Aldo. Nobody does. Nobody cares. Work harder. Exactly. One of my favorite questions I was ever asked, and I I say favorite because I hate it so much. It was this afternoon DJ in Reno. He pulled me aside. He said he grew up listening to me. And, you know, he's a younger fella. See, grew up listening to the show that I was on, not me just specifically, but the show I was on, mainly me. But um, he says, you know, I I, want to go down and I want to talk to the operations manager about getting a raise. How would you do that? And I said, well, why do you think you deserve a raise? I mean, are your numbers that good? Do, Do you deserve a raise based on your numbers? Well, my numbers aren't bad. I said, are you number one? He said, well, no. I said, well, then you don't deserve a raise. Well, I'll tell him, and this is what he said. He said, I'll tell him I'll work harder if they pay me more. Boy, I wanted to slap the fucking hearing out of that motherfucker's ears when he said that. I'll work harder if they pay me more? Why don't you just work hard and let them acknowledge that, and then they'll pay you? How about you get to being, and I was not fucking kind to him. I said, look, man, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being a fan and helping me, you know, like guide myself through these new th- systems I'm trying to learn here. But let me tell you something, brother. That I went into wrestling mode here. I said, let me tell you something. If you go, if I were the boss and you were to come say that to me, I'd fire you on the spot. You'd fire me? Why would you fire me? I said, you're going to work harder if I pay you more? So that means you have an extra gear in you right now, and you're not giving it to me because you think you're worth more. Why don't you show me how much you're worth? Because that's what you're doing right now. That's why you ain't going to get a raise. Yeah, I just, uh, the younger people in society, I, I just, I, and I'm at 50 now, and I can say that. The proper way to ask for a raise is to ask what you can do to bring more value to your employer. That, that Absolutely. The right way to work, uh, to get a raise is to bust your ass. Set yourself, uh, this is what I told him, set yourself apart. Make yourself better than everybody else in this building. That's how you get a raise. And I said, that's going to be hard to do. And he said, why? I said, because I'm in the fucking building. I tell this to everybody. This is my main thing that I tell everybody. When you go to work. No matter what, I don't, care. I don't care if you're a fucking ditch digger or you're picking up shit or you're fucking trying to entertain people on the radio. 
as soon as you head into whatever it is, that, that mindset to get you in the work mode, for me it was walking in the door, walking in the studio door. I told myself, and I believe this, and I still believe it to this day, and this is why I'm successful still today, kind of successful. I'm better than everybody else who's doing this job. If you tell yourself that and actually believe it, you will be better at that job than everybody else. I, I will say this right now. There is not a broadcaster out there, Howard Stern included, that could hold my fucking jock. I believe it's true. A lot of people say, well, that's cocky. Well, no, that, that, that's what you call confidence. Cocky would be rubbing it in and calling Howard Stern and saying that. I'm confident in my abilities. Be confident in your abilities. I don't care what other broadcasters are doing. I really don't. You know why? Because their show doesn't affect me. They want to talk shit about me. They want to do all this other kind of stuff. They want to steal bits from me. That's fine. We all knew who came up with the shit first. I did. We all know who's better at what. I am. I'm not being braggadocious here. I'm trying to help everybody with their jobs. If you're an electrician, fucking kick everybody's ass at being an electrician. If you're a plumber, get those pipes unclogged better than anybody else. And know what you're worth. (laughs) You should call Howard Stern and tell him that. He is garbage. He really is now. He's turned into such a political puppet. This is my favorite thing is watching these people that used to be funny. People like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel's the worst. I used to really like Jimmy Kimmel on The Man Show. Jimmy Kimmel can suck a bunch of dicks because he's gotten so political at things now, and so is Howard Stern. Howard Stern came out and said, if you don't get vaccinated, you deserve to die. Really? You deserve to die? Huh, that's interesting because you want to choose to do that with your body. Interesting. Aldo says, my girlfriend is going through something at work, essentially... She wants so bad to go to the next level and be a manager at her store. She tells me that she already does certain managerial tasks, but the main supervisor won't clue her in and to what she needs to do to get to that next level. I simply told her to keep working as hard as you already are, if not harder. Show them uh, day in, day out why you deserve that. Take the obstacle in stride. She seems frustrated at my advice. No, it, and it is. Fr- Look, here's the thing. It is frustrating. Because you don't feel like anybody's watching you or paying attention to you, but somebody is. Maybe somebody not at that job is, but somebody at another job is and says, hey, I want to hire you. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Uh, He says, Aldo, when in doubt, tell her to backstab and get the asshole fired. Or get promoted through incompetence. Fuck up so badly the manager looks bad and gets booted. 100%, 100%, I'm a firm believer, no matter what you do, do it your best, from working at fast food to running the country. Just fucking do it the best you can. Amen. I'm not telling people to go above and beyond their means or their their their, their ability, but do it to the best of your ability. Because you'll find out that you're able to do a lot. As far as your girlfriend, let me let me give her one piece of advice, Aldo. 
Uh, the supervisor won't clue her in. Well, then you know what? You tell her to do those tasks in front of the supervisor's boss. To where the supervisor's boss goes to the supervisor and says, why is this person not promoted? All I see her doing is busting her ass, and she's still in this meaningless job. Not meaningless. I, I, I don't mean, I did not, not meaningless, meaningless like that. Um, but tell her to bust her ass in front of other people as well. Because the supervisor, you know why the supervisor doesn't want to clue her in? Because the supervisor has a fucking golden goose in front of her. The supervisor has somebody who is busting their ass. And that's awesome for the supervisor. Because it makes the supervisor look good. Maybe the supervisor gets promoted due to all the hard work of your girlfriend and then promotes your girlfriend. Now, I'm not going to say that's going to happen because we all know that, you know, maybe the supervisor gets promoted and then they promote their little friend. So, look, just keep doing your job. Work harder. I like that. Nobody cares. Work hard. Uh, something that people do care about is this fucking Gabby Petito story. Am I saying? I, I don't even know if I'm saying Gabby Petito. Okay, so there, there's a 911 call out there. Here, let, let's see. Uh, I'll watch this again. Grant County Sheriff's Office. Were you able to get a description of the Hi, can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, uh, I'm calling. I'm right on the corner of Main Street by Moonflower, and we're driving by, and I'd like to report a domestic dispute of Florida with a white van, Florida license plate, white land, gentleman, about five, six beard. They just drove off. They're going down Main Street. They made a, uh, a right onto Main Street from Moonflower. Or what were they doing? Cooperative, but um, what do you say? What were they doing? Uh, we drove by, and the gentleman was slapping the girl. He was slapping her? Yes, and then we stopped. All right, that's, that's the 911 call that came in about it. Uh, I'm following this story now, but the, the story to me is not going anywhere. I saw a video last night. Yeah, it, it really is. A, that's a good call there. Uh, the Petito story is a TikTok of News World. It's a stupid fucking distraction. There was a video on last night at TikTok, some old boy, some big old fat dude. Yeah, I got a buddy who lives in that county, that same county that they're from. They said they found his body hanging, hanging from a tree. As soon as I saw the video, I fucking went to the internet, started scouring all my news sites. Nobody's reporting they found this dude's body hanging from a tree. Aldo says, thanks for the advice. Uh, it feels good to have my ideas and thoughts vindicated. Thank you all so much. You are very welcome, my friend. They're, they're, re, they're reopening the, uh, the search in the Carlton Reserve. They're doing an autopsy on the body that they found, most likely going to be her, sadly. We all know who did it. This boyfriend, uh, what, what's his name, Brian Laundry. Landry, Laundry, I don't know his name. Guilty ass motherfucker. I was flipping channels last night, and it was funny because when I saw that that TikTok video, I was like, "Ooh, fuck!" Let me go to you know. I went, I went to my news sources. There's Nancy Grace. Boy, Nancy Grace gets all worked up for these stories. If a woman ever gets killed, boy, you know Nancy Grace is gonna be all over that shit. 
Man gets killed, Nancy Grace ain't nowhere near it. Nancy Grace, I'll just say this right now. Nancy Grace hates men. Whoo, she is a bitch. Landry Jones, I knew it. Can't trust a fucking sooner. Amen to that. Wouldn't be surprised if it was that bag of shit. We will continue to keep an eye on it. Now, here's the other big story before we get to... There's two stories that are coming out of the Emmys that are just so fucking delicious, it's unbelievable. I'll start with the stupid mask one first. So I posted the other night on uh, on social media, and I put, uh, isn't Los Angeles in the middle of a mask mandate, yet there are no masks at the Emmys? And everybody's trying to hold up Seth Rogen as calling the Emmys out. No, he wasn't. See, this, this is what the, 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 ah. the media is so gullible, and it makes people gullible. Seth Rogen just wrote a bunch of jokes. If Seth Rogen truly felt uncomfortable about the whole thing, Seth Rogen would have not been there. Because Seth Rogen's what we call a hypochondriac. Okay, Seth Rogen is a piece of garbage. If he truly felt unsafe, he would not have attended the Emmy Awards, especially being the first presenter. And he laughs at all his own fucking jokes. <laughs> oh, there's nothing I hate more. So everybody jumping on board saying, ooh, Seth Rogen was calling him out. No, he wasn't. He was making jokes. Okay? He didn't call anybody out. Calling him out would be not showing up for it. And then holding a press conference and saying, I did not feel comfortable in that situation. Well, uh, the L.A. uh, County supervisors have come out and they've said, "Um, the reason there weren't any masks in place and social distancing wasn't around, and we've got a story about social distancing from the FDA this morning, is because it's a television show and all persons appearing on it are actually, uh, they're they're working. You see, they're all performers. No. No, 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 no. That's good. Well, they all took tests 48 hours before. Well, you could pick it up in that 48 hours. Oh, uh, Ogre, wow, thank you. I appreciate it. Seth Rogen is also Jewish. I did not realize that. I bet she smokes pot, too. The This was a safe thing. All pure people there, they were tested two days before. They were all vaccinated, even though you can still get it if you have the vaccination. By the way, by the way, um... Steve Carell, or not Steve Carell, uh, Stephen Colbert, his wife, she's not a performer. Why wasn't she wearing a mask? By the way, why were there people on the outsides, like the servers and things? Why were they wearing masks? There were masks there, but not on any of the Hollywood elite. And L.A. County comes out and says, well, we have different rules when they're filming. And this was a production, and they were all performing. You want to believe that one? But 
let me just brace you. It's about to get more stupid. I would say stupider, but I, I, I reserve stupider for things that are truly, truly dumb. The media is calling the Emmys out. Why are they calling the Emmys out? Because of masks? No. No, this is something that they called out a few years ago. But now it's even worse. So you remember a few years ago how they were there's such a lack of diversity in Hollywood that you have to nominate more actors of color. Remember that? You have to nominate them. Now the media is saying there were too many white winners. Oh. <laughs> I and by the way, by the way, I just want I just want to do this real fast. And, and and you know I hate it. I hate it. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. When this happened two years ago at the Academy Awards, when they said they wanted more diversity, I said, it'll only be a little while before they're saying, oh, there's not enough black winners. So it doesn't matter on how good the job you've done in Hollywood. You could You could be the greatest actor in the world. And because there's a black nominee in your category, you're going to lose. This is, I don't even know, like, I saw this story and I just started laughing uncontrollably yesterday. There were too many white Emmy winners. The LA Times, the Emmys tried to look diverse but gave us a predictable white winners. Could they have picked winners because those shows are really, really good? Like Jason Sudeikis winning for, for Ted Lasso. He won because that show is really, really good. It's really, really funny. And the people that are on that show are really, really good, and they are really, really funny. I'm sorry Anthony Anderson didn't win for Blackish. I'm sorry that This Is Us didn't have a, a, a star-studded Win only. Uh, Sterling, whatever his name is, the black guy on that show. He won back-to-back years. So there are too many white winners. I'm with you, Ogre. We just need to start the race war and get it over with. <laughs> Would you say it was whitewashed? Ah, I like that right there. That That's not too shabby right there. I can just hear George Carlin in my head yelling, get some fucking real problems, would you please? Amen. Boy, that, that's terrible. Man, oh, man. When Anthony Anderson goes home to his multi-million dollar house in his luxury automobile, wearing his designer clothes, and he sits down on his designer furniture and looks up at his mantle and doesn't see this year's Emmy there, Oh, he's so heartbroken. Strayfire says, racist question, I know. But when did white become no longer a color? Uh, 
long, long time ago. Straight, straight fire. Look, if you if you're white, you ain't right. That's what the phrase should be. If you're white, you ain't right. By the way, let's trademark that. There are too many white. Win- I don't even know what that means. Too many white winners. This year's Emmy's brought to you by Whiteout. <laughs> I, I, I'm literally dumbfounded. Literally dumbfounded. Once again, let me edge you. If you're new to the show and you're sitting there going, well, you know, they could have a point there. Well, first of all, this show ain't for you because you're too stupid. But let me point something out. Uh, and Anthony Anderson will be so sad he'll go home and watch Barbershop where he got his start as a stupid, fat, incompetent ATM thief. Correctamundo. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait. I hit the wrong button there. Correctamundo. Let's tell the truth. Once again, and I hate to tell the truth. I really do hate telling the truth on this show, but I'll tell you the truth. The reason why there are so many white shows and white actors on television is because what they're trying to do is they're trying to represent America. America is still a majority led by the white people. So white and people usually watch television shows that they can relate to. Do you know why Friends was so popular? It's because a lot of people remember being in their mid to late 20s hanging out with their friends. That's what the show was about. A lot of people can relate to that. Do you know why MASH was so popular? Because you had, at that time, you had World War II veterans, you had Korean veterans, and you had Vietnam veterans, all realizing they knew what that show was about. They could relate to that show. As much as I love Sanford and Son, I watched it for the humor. I don't know what it's like to be a black man in Watts selling junk. I don't think there are a lot of people that know what it's like to be a black man selling junk in Watts. And that's why Sanford and Son was never the most popular show. It was a great show, and a lot of people did watch it, and I love it to this day. Good Times, another great show, fucking hysterically written. But not a lot of people could relate to. Uh, Let's see, Lake Tahoe Joe, he's going to be here Thursday uh, picking football. African Americans make up 13% of all the U.S. population. Exactly. Stop calling me white then. Refer to me as a person of no color from now on. I think they just prefer to have black people overrepresented. Like one, two black people out of every ten isn't enough when they represent 13% of the population. It's like they want one black person, one white person. We need uh, equity regardless of population. That's the problem, though, is that if you put on a bunch of black TV shit. Look, I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm just telling you how the world works. If you put on, if the network TVs 
If Thursday night was all black television on all the networks, guess what? A majority of people would not watch. They wouldn't. I'm sorry. I apologize to you, but they wouldn't watch because they necessarily can't relate. Now, if they find the show and they find the show funny, then they might start watching it. Uh, I get so mad at this. Oh, oh man. Uh, who actually gives a flying fuck who wins? We hear countless stories of celebs who keep their awards in bathrooms or basements or used to scrub their tire rims. They're filthy rich. They have privilege, life of ease, get to travel, have every whim catered to, but I didn't get this brass-coated circle jerk award for self-congratulatory excess. That means Hollywood is racist. You nailed it. I watch The Walking Dead because I can relate to it as I see a lot of zombies these days. They typically wear masks alone in their car. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's so funny. So, so funny. Now, something people, a lot of people can actually relate to. Here we go. A lot of people have children. Now, I can't relate to this, so this is why I'm putting this burden on you guys. Pfizer has come out and said their vaccine is now safe in low doses for kids aged 5 to 11. And could be authorized by Halloween despite children making up less than 0.1% of all COVID deaths. So they're making up 0.1% of the 0.001%, but they're still going to make kids take it. Douglas says, I will not comply. He says, fuck that. And that's the question. Will you get your kids vaccinated? I, I Look, that's up to you. I, 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 I have no skin in this game. There will be no judgment. These are your children. Who am I to judge anybody who wants to do anything with their children? If you want to get your kids vaccinated, get your kids. Once again, let me let me state my 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 place here. Now, just with children, if you want to get your kids vaccinated, get them vaccinated. If you don't, then don't. But you have to remember what world that we live in now. Now that Pfizer has come out and said it's safe. You don't think that all school districts are going to start mandating this? And by the way, I am tired of using the fucking word mandate. Require. Authorize. But mandate is the word of the day, or it's been the word of the last six months. You're going to get your kids vaccinated. They're saying it's safe now. If I want to look, look, this is this is the this is the hell that you're going to have to deal with. Jenny Lynn says mandate is when two dudes go out to eat. Exactly. Soon you're gonna hear Billy Idol's song say it's a nice day for a blank wedding. Straight fire says, I so trust Big Pharma. Well, that's going to be, this is the next fight. We we all see it. And and by the way, this is more this whole wag the dog thing to me, in my opinion. You know, what are we not supposed to be paying attention to? Are we not supposed to be paying attention to all the Haitians that are at the border that we're now flying out back to Haitia? 
or Haiti? Haitia. The fuck is wrong with me? Fucking A. <laughs> Haitia. Uh, are, are we not supposed to be paying attention to that or, or the attention that the, the Border Patrol agents and, and Homeland Security are on horseback and they're using the reins to try to whip these people? It's terrible optics. It does not look good. But neither does a bunch of people crossing over uh, the Red River in Del Rio into Texas illegally. Are we not supposed to be paying attention to what's going on in Afghanistan? Because I have some stories about Afghanistan coming up. What is it? Is it the fact that we have a president that is completely inept and incapable of doing his job? And that the number two is even worse? Kamala Harris has never represented the phrase number two any better than an actual log of shit. Douglas says, what about when the vax kills kids? I won't take that fucking chance. My son is everything to me, and COVID is not likely to harm my son. This shit makes me so angry. I will pull my son out of school and find some other way to educate my son. And Douglas, you have every right to do that. And I support you. I support, I, I completely support that. Now, if you're somebody that says, I will get my kids vaxxed because I want them in school, I will say, I will support them equally as well. These are your choices as human beings. These are the rights that our military has fought for and given us all these years. It's for you to make those choices. If you don't want your kids going to school with a bunch of kids that aren't vaccinated, then you got to say something. You, this is why. This is why you show up to those meetings. Like that mom that we played yesterday at the end of the show who was talking about anal sex. This is why you go to those board meetings. They suck. They're boring as shit. And I am so happy I don't have children. Because I'll tell you this right now. I wouldn't be going to those meetings either. My parents didn't go to those meetings. They're boring. Nobody wants to go to that shit. But you have to. And that's the part that really sucks. Joe says 42% approval rating lowest of any president. It's only going to get worse. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's going to get worse. If he somehow gets his, and he won't get it because it's part of the infrastructure deal. This idea that he was going to allow the IRS into your bank accounts if you had over $600 in your bank account. For what reason? Most Americans aren't laundering money. Most Americans aren't getting big cash payouts from Colombian drug lords. And when I mean most, I mean about 99% of Americans. Yet Joe wants access to it, and he is the leader of the free world, so if he wants it, he's going to do his best to get it. Thank God they don't want to give him this infrastructure plan. And I don't know what that has to do with infrastructure once again. (sighs) Over under when the camel toe takes over. This is an interesting thing. This this whole thing with Joe Biden is so interesting to me, mainly because, here's here's the part that that interests me the most. 
is that Joe's doing a terrible job. We can all agree that Joe Biden is doing an awful job as president. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Nobody knows that, Joe. Nobody gets it. This country is doomed. Yeah, it is. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white. Holy shit. I, I, Kamala Harris is, is, is not ready for this job. I mean, at least Joe had 45 years of acting like he did something for this country. Well, he did. I mean, he, he did put out the most racist bill in the history, the crime bill in the 90s. I, I forgot about that. I'm sorry about that. Where he referred to black men as super predators, but he's not racist. Donald Trump was the racist one. Remember that. Um, Kamala Harris is, uh, hey, hey, everybody. Remember, let, let's go back a few years, shall we? Let, let's go back just, just a little bit of time. You remember when everybody was so worried about the governor of Alaska? Lisa Ann played her in the porno. I can't think of her name. She's only a heartbeat away. If John McCain dies, she becomes president. How come there's not that outrage for Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris is one heartbeat away from taking over the free world. A woman who still to this day, I don't know how many days it's been, has not visited the southern border. I know she visited El Paso, but that's not where they're all coming in. No, no, no. She hasn't done her job at all. And what do we say on this show? What's the one thing that we all say? Do your fucking job. Kamala, Indian giant, I'm talking to you. Sarah Palin, thank you, yeah. Remember how everybody was so freaked out that say, oh my God, Sarah Palin could be a heartbeat away. I haven't heard that said once about Kamala Harris. Unless I said it. Uh, Biden just wants to grow government and raise taxes on everyone. And do I do mean everyone. Rich, poor, if money changes hands, it should be taxed. Uh, can I say that I'm looking forward to the day that I read his obituary and wipe my ass with it? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> Kamala answered the phone as he died yet. What Joe Biden is trying to do is redistribute, uh, redistribute wealth. And he wants to do that because then he can tax everybody. If you don't make over a certain amount of money every year, you're not going to get that taxed. And the government looks at that as a loss. A guy who's been in government that long looks at that as a loss. So be careful with what you ask for because, look, I, 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 I'm the first one to say that Joe Biden is a terrible president. It can only get worse, though. And, and, I, and, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I am terrified of Kamala Harris. Now, somebody who's walking in Kamala's shoes, 
San Francisco Mayor London Breed responded to criticisms for her partying while violating the city's mask mandate. She came out and said, uh, people don't need fun police to micromanage what they should be doing. She was caught out at a club getting her little groove thing on, and she didn't have a mask on. No one in her party had masks on. Yet they're telling the public, she's telling her people, her citizens of San Francisco, if you go out, you have to wear a mask. Not for me, for thee. That's the world she lives in. And now she's fucking biting back, saying, oh, we don't need to fund police. Is this part of it here? She's at a concert. First indoor concert. By the way, this is in a bar. This isn't even a concert. This is a bar. By the way, why would you go see that shitty band? Mayor's explanation did not bode well with critics. If she didn't wear a mask, then nobody has to wear a mask. That's what I'm saying. Why do they have to? I, I don't understand. Hollywood doesn't have to wear masks. Celebrities don't have to wear masks. Now, mayors don't have to wear masks. Douglas says, I violate mask mandates daily, but I also tell others that they have to wear masks. At least I'm consistent. San Francisco used to be a fun place to go, but now it's not safe. No. Aldo says San Francisco can go to hell. I hear all these stories about San Francisco back in the day and how great it was. I, I, I Look, as a Cowboy fan, I'm taught to hate San Francisco. That's just the way it is. If you had to live with the fucking catch your entire life, you hate San Francisco. Even when I go to that city, I, 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 I hated it. I hated being in the city. It used to be a really pretty city. I can say that. Had the water, you had the cool streets, you had you had the arts. Now it's all been bought up by tech billionaires. You don't have that same cool San Francisco buzz that was once there. And it's gotten so far out of hand when it comes to political correctness and politics in general in San Francisco. That it's okay to poop and pee on the streets. But if you don't wear a mask, they can fine you. I want you to think about that. I want you to think long and hard about that. Next time you go to San Francisco, just drop trowel and take a big steaming dump right in the middle of the street. But make sure you got a mask on. Because then it's all legal. Maybe maybe load up a syringe. I don't know. Maybe get high right there on the streets. They don't seem to mind, but have a mask on. She was in the club for the Tony, Tony, Tony reunion. 
Fuck, that's pitiful. <laughs> the spirit had her, and she didn't want to stop to put her mask on. Nobody in that club is wearing a mask. And nothing's happening to them. Thank you, Mike, for, for replaying that moment that I hate talking about so much in my head. Montana rolls out. Look, throws caught. Caught. Fucking Dwight Clark. Piece of garbage. Son of a bitch. Everson Walls just letting it happen. D.D. Lewis stopping the pursuit of Joe Montana. Not that I know that story so well. Promised you this. I got to deliver on this. This is so funny. A former FDA commissioner says the six-foot social distancing rule was arbitrary and nobody knows where it comes from. Oh, that's not true. Scott, the Scott Galeeb, the former commissioner, we know where it comes from. We know because we were taught about this on this show. Social distancing, and I've not made this up, was nothing more than a failed science fair project. Oh, that's true. The, the kid didn't even win the science fair for it. And the FDA ran with this. You remember that? I mean, we've, we've started a new industry of these six-foot stickers. I'd like to see you go into a business now and not see where there's six-foot stickers all around. I was watching. I was catching up because I missed the last two weeks of Billions on Showtime, which I don't have. I watch it on the Fire Stick illegally, but I don't care. And there's only two episodes left, which I'm pissed at because there's only been like four episodes this half season because they cut this season in half, not realizing the pandemic was going to fuck everything up. But the latest episode, it shows them all returning to work, all wearing masks. The first few episodes, nobody's got masks on. And it's funny because they walk into the building of Axe Capital, and now you see all these six-foot fucking stickers around. And I just started laughing, thinking about that industry that was created. This is just the next example of recycling and going green. And look, you, you can believe in it, and, and, and I'm not going to say anything to you. Recycling is not going to go anywhere. It's not really helping, but it's not going anywhere because it's a billion-dollar industry. Just like the mask industry will be a billion-dollar industry. If you think that Americans are not going to continue to wear masks, all the hypochondriacs out there, we will turn into Asia. You know when Asia had the bird flu? Caw, caw. Those people were wearing masks all the time after that. There will be people in this country. I promise you will continue to see people driving alone in their cars with their masks on. Even when all this shit is gone. Even though it won't ever be gone. What about the toilet paper? I mean, sure, you can shit on the street, but are they arresting you for leaving the Charmin in the mound of steaming shit? Ah, the catch. Just when it had been nearly 30 years since Dallas fans got over the hurt of San Francisco team crushing their dreams, bam, the Giants win the World Series in 2010. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, 2010 World Series didn't bother me. I mean, it did because the Rangers lost to the Giants. We got our asses handed to us. The 2011 World Series haunts me to this day because we were one pitch away twice against the Cardinals. Oh, it hurts me. Like Tahoe Joe says, everything is accepted in San Francisco except smoking and men marrying women. It was supposed to be 10 feet distance, but the bureaucrats decided that was unrealistic, so they said six feet. It's all made up. Masks don't work. Like, look, look, I, I'm tired of talking about masks. I really am. I might, I might say today is it when it comes to masks. When it's printed on the box, when you go into CVS and you buy your box of fucking blue paper masks, I want you to look at the box where it says this will not prevent COVID-19. It says it right there on the box. All right, let's uh let let let's talk about the Supreme or not the Supreme Court yet. Let, let's talk about the Taliban. <laughs> the Taliban is fucking hilarious, man. There is a picture of them going around, and I'm gonna put this picture up. This is a real picture. Um, it shows the Taliban. With machine guns, RPGs, all kind of that shit. And they're riding around in what looks like swan paddle boats. <laughs> oh, in the Band EMR National Park, a hotspot for international travelers and domestic tourists in central Afghanistan. It's like an oasis. But you see these Taliban guys, and they're armed to the hilt. They're on the water, and they've got full-on pajamas on. <laughs> this looks like Lake Havasu gone totally wrong. <laughs> this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, hello, Akim. Akim over here. We can shoot down the birds this way. <laughs> they're riding around in swan paddle boats, but they're still all decked out in their fucking Hezbollah gear. <laughs> Dear Christ, it's like they read the Taliban, read the mind of a family guy writer and said, what we do now, we do that now. Oh, I get the yellow swan. No, I want the yellow swan. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ, man. That's just too goddamn funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody just sent me a text. Who sent me this text? Uh, Straight Fire sent me this. Uh, oh, yeah, a billboard <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Shows Joe with a fucking Taliban-like outfit on with an RPG. Says, making the Taliban great again. Makes me want to know what ISIS did to that water park in Iraq. I bet you they're going to fucking rebuild that some bitch. 
We want to be like America and ride around in swan mobiles. You can't make this shit up. This is just so fucking good. We will throw acid on women's faces and then we will go and ride in swans. That is today's activities. Falafel, get your rocket launcher. Oh, man. <laughs> now, uh, this, this this next story here, I know this is going to be crazy. I'm just going to read the headline. Let me read the headline. The Taliban will have no mercy. LGBTQ plus Afghans go into hiding. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What? Wait, 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 wait. The Taliban is not open-minded to homosexuals? Golly. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Layla, a transgender woman in Afghanistan. Wow. Can you imagine how ugly that is? Rubs her eyes to wipe tears away. I'm terrified. It's like a nightmare. I don't feel safe even in my room. I'm scared of the Taliban. When I see them, I feel they will know who I am and they will come to beat me, kick me, or send me to prison. You think? Young Harm, what's up, buddy? Good morning, my friend. Taliban member and his swan battle <laughs> with the sheep. Another swan has a violin <laughs> playing romantic music. Oh. And then there's a bunch of people. Where, uh, members of the Turkish LGBTQ community hold flags in solidarity with Afghanis. They ain't going to care if you're from Turkey, if you're from San Francisco, if you're from fucking Oxford, Mississippi. If you're in Afghanistan and you're gay, they will kill you. If you're fucking a goat, you fit in. If you're fucking somebody of the same sex, they will fucking behead you. I don't know. I just got my AIG shirt from T Public. Turned out so nice. Awesome. Men who fuck goats have no room to judge men that fuck men. Exactly. I, I I do these stories because what did they think was going to happen when the Taliban took over? I I, I mean I, seriously, I, I I want everybody to to stop laughing for a minute. I know I I know I know it's crazy. It's hard to when you see them on Swan. What did you think was going to happen? The Taliban burns down schools. They do throw acid in women's faces if they're not covered up. You thought all of a sudden after a thousand years they were going to be tolerant? You you thought that they were going to be good guys and they were going to have some kind of fucking financial structure for the country of Afghanistan? 
if you really truly believe that, can you please give me whatever drugs you're on? Because I want to live in your fucking make-believe world. Because you see, this world that I live in, the truths and the realities are a lot harder to swallow. So you give me those drugs that you're on to where I can live and go, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. Dan says for LGBT, uh, they don't bother with jail. They just toss them off roofs. Yeah. What if it's a male goat? Now they look the other way. Unless you fuck little boys, then it's all good. Well, that's just a rite of passage. Isn't it crazy? And I mean... Here we go. Here's another one here. You ready for this? Man screams in agony as he is shackled to a post and brutally flogged by his Taliban captors in Kabul after being accused of stealing a cell phone. Surprise, surprise, surprise. The next time anybody, anybody, says how bad America is, how awful the laws are. Oh, I can't believe they arrested him for killing that kid. Just remember this. Dude gets brought out into the streets and gets fucking beaten while handcuffed to a fucking post because he stole a cell phone. California, you are allowed to steal up to $900 worth of shit before a ticket is issued. You will get flogged in the middle of the street if you steal in Kabul. I don't want to hear ever again how bad America is. No, 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 no. Word of advice for non-straight, non-binary folks in the Middle East. If someone invites you to a rooftop party or nightclub, stay home. By the way, you can also say that for Russia. I watched this uh, this documentary. Um, there, there's this girl punk rock band out of Russia. They aren't very good. But they're all about LGBTQ rights and things like that. This is a true story. In Russia, it's illegal to be gay. I I just want to point that out. It's illegal to be gay in Russia. They They will put government agents all over the Internet, scouring the Internet, because that's how some people think that they are going to get around and be gay in Russia. And, look, they showed it happen. Well, they didn't show the beating happen. But they showed the aftermath of what happened. So a guy set up a date with another dude. Dude shows up. Up There are six guys that work for the Kremlin. Six big fucking rooskies. Think of every fucking movie you've seen with a bad guy as a Russian in it. He was in that room. And they beat the living piss out of these gay guys. And why? They do believe, and this is Russia's belief, Pussy Riot, that's it, straight fire, thank you. 
How is the $890 worth of stuff you obtained? I didn't get quite that much. Does 900 include tax? Just want to be sure. Probably. Probably. Dude shows up. There's like five guys waiting for him. They beat the ever-loving shit out of this guy. Because they equate being gay to being a pedophile. The Russians do. So once again, when you're in America and you're talking about how awful and how bad America is, just watch this fucking thing on this group called Pussy Riot. Or watch it. It's a real sports episode on that talks about somebody who was a critic and was running against Vladimir Putin, I don't know, six years ago. See what happened to him. He's dead. Didn't even make it to the election. Dead. So before you start bad-mouthing America with everything you got, just remember all that stuff. I'm not saying America's perfect by any means of the imagination. America is not perfect. But when you say how bad it is, I want you to know how bad it can really get. <laughs> what? Yakov Smirnov never opened with that fact, despite all the things he told us about Russia. Well, if Yakov Smirnov didn't say it, then it can't be true. Mmm. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I'm going to save that one. I'll do that. I, I, I'm going to do this story just so I can get this shit out of the way. Uh, Supreme Court sets a date to hear the Mississippi abortion case that challenges Roe versus Wade. Man, this is getting so ugly. This is getting so nasty. I, I'm seeing all kinds of things. All oh, the government can tell you to get a jab, but they can't. But you can't control your body enough to get an abortion. Man, I told y'all yesterday that I hate doing abortion topics. I hate it. I'll say this. This is where I stand on it. I don't necessarily like the fact, and this is Arnie States and Arnie States only. I don't like that some women out there use abortion as a form of birth control. I don't. I don't care for that at all. I'm not going to tell them they can't do that, though. I'm not. I don't like it. That's gross to me. But here's the thing. I cannot like it all I want. I'm not going to judge them on it. It's their choice. And this is something that they have to live with in their conscience. We've all done shit that we're not proud of. We can all be honest here. We've all done some things we're not very proud of. Whether it's picking on a kid back in grade school Maybe you got an abortion when you were younger. Maybe you paid for your girlfriend's abortion. Maybe you stole some things. There's a lot of things that I did as a kid and last week that I'm not necessarily the most proud of. But I can live with it with my conscience. Because that's the only, I only have to answer to me. This is why I tell people in, in newly in recovery when they, when they come to AA and things like that. The best thing to do besides to stop drinking is you look yourself in the mirror every day and say, I'm not going to drink. First thing you do is you wake up, you look in the mirror, 
say, I'm not going to drink today. Because the only person that you have to let down is you. If you can live with your conscience and do this, then, hey, who am I to tell you what to do with your life? I listened to a show after Arnie left. Definitely not proud of that. That's okay. Hey, man, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that still listen to that show today. Maybe not after I told the story the other night, but hey. If you can, it, it, look, if you, that's a great example. The people that I, I worked with before on another show, and I've been on plenty of shows, I know them, and I know how their conscience works. They can live with what they did. I could never do that to another human being. I just couldn't do it. But they can. That's, a, that, that, that's what they're going to have to face. I usually take it a little step further, but I don't like to get religious on this show. I'm going to have to answer to everything I did to my maker in my belief system. Once again, my belief system. I have to answer for everything I did. And right now, I feel pretty confident that if my number were to be called, I could stand in front of my maker and say, yes, I did those things. If I murdered somebody, I should be in jail. I got away with it. Man, that's something you got to live with. And I'm not talking about abortion. I did not call abortion murder. I said murder, murder. So this is one of those things that I hate that it's so publicized, I, I, the, the whole abortion bill and things like that. I don't know what it's like to be a woman, nor will I ever. I don't know how, that, how hard that decision is for a woman. I don't, and I never, ever will. I don't know what it's like to be a black guy who's driving a nice car because I have a great job, and then I get pulled over just because I'm black. I don't know what that's like, nor will I ever know what that's like. Yet we're trying to to legislate all this stuff. I remember when this country was great. Let's go all the way back to something we talked about at the beginning of the show, Aldo's post about nobody cares, work harder. You used to be able to say that to people. You can't say that now because you have to care. How dare you? You don't care about my feelings? No, I don't. I truly don't. If I'm your boss, I don't care about your feelings. You know what I care about? I care about you getting the job done. Now, if I'm more than your boss, if I'm a friend of yours, then I might care about you and your feelings. And if so, then I have to watch out for my own self because if you don't do your job because I'm not forcing you to do your job because I care about your feelings, then that's going to reflect badly on me, and I could possibly lose my job before you lose your job because I get paid more than you. The only person that you ever have to answer to is yourself. 
I don't know what led to my epiphany about 15 years ago when it came down to all this stuff about religion and things like this. I'll never tell another religious person that they're wrong in their belief system. Because I don't know. Nobody does. Nobody knows until you die. And then you can't tell anybody. And people say, well, what if you're wrong? Well, I'll be dead. Well, wait a second. You lived your life. Well, I think I lived a pretty good life here on earth. I treated people pretty kindly for the most part. And if I die and nothing happens, then I die. And I become dirt. And I'm not one of these people who say, oh, I'm doing it just in case. No. I'm not going to tell people to go out and get baptized and become a member and do all this kind of stuff because just in case. That's not really having faith. That's the break glass in case of emergency. Well, you shouldn't have to do that. You believe in what you want. Don't push it on me. And we can get along just fine. Don't tell me I'm wrong because you have no clue. You have zero clue. Nobody does. So there you go. Sorry, I sorry I got a little preachy there. I I, I apologize. Let's see. Ugh, that was ugly. Yikes. Fucking Wrangler's got some ugh, ugly fucking cargo shit. Ugh, nobody wants that. Uh, all right, so is it time? We haven't done this in a while. I mean, I've been off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is, whoa, that time once again. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity Hat, 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 the Mount Rushmore of Appetizers. Look, like it or not, appetizers are, are one of the greatest things on menus. Sometimes you look at the appetizers and they look so good, you're like, I don't want any of the regular meal. I just want appetizers. And that's what we're talking about right here, right now. And who is the best? Let's get it on! All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in our first matchup of appetizers. Oh, I'm throwing a tough one out there at you at first. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The first one we have are mozzarella sticks. Deep fried cheese you stick in either ranch or marinara sauce. That is heaven. Deep fried cheese, always good. But it's taking on a surprising favorite, especially at Super Bowl parties and appetizers around the world. I guess Ikeas are the, the most legendary. I give you Swedish meatballs. In our first matchup, Ass Family, mozzarella sticks, Swedish meatballs. Who you got?
stop the fight. Man. If Ikea wanted to make real money, they'd be selling mozzarella sticks because they moved on easy. This next matchup is mean. Oof. Are you ready? So this is an appetizer of dipping proportions. Ladies and gentlemen, in one corner, I give you guacamole. And in the other corner, I give you queso. I love me. I love both. So, but, but we can only have one winner. Will it be guacamole or will it be queso? Ask family. Who you got? Close matchup here. Now, this one is going to seem redundant, but it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you our first matchup, our our, our next matchup. We have nachos. Now, nachos are covered with cheese, tortillas, tortillas, chips covered in cheese, maybe some jalapenos, maybe some beef, maybe some pork. I don't care what you get on your nachos. I'm just talking nachos. And they are taking on just chips and salsa. Chips and salsa by themselves or nachos. Ask family. Who you got?
say nachos can get soggy, but those are the best ones, and nachos move on. Our final matchup of the first round, and the second round, let me tell you, the second round is fucking tough. Second round is fucking tough. Oh, my God, is it tough. Our first matchup of the last of the first here, we have deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. I could eat 100 deviled eggs, but you don't want to be around me like 20 minutes later because then I'm going to be, I'm repeating like a howitzer after that. You got deviled eggs taking on the ever so popular, and everybody always has to bring one of these, the veggie plate where you got your cucumbers, your celery, your little baby carrots, all that bullshit, the fucking raw broccoli. Deviled eggs versus veggie plate. Ask family, who you got? Neither. <laughs> uh oh, Veggies is trying to make a comeback. Oh, it's a little too little, little too late. Deviled eggs move on. Deviled eggs move on. All right, here we go. To find out who is on the Mount Rushmore of appetizers. First round. First matchup here, ladies and gentlemen. Mozzarella sticks versus queso. Yes, they would go delightfully well together, but this is not together. This is a war of attrition between mozzarella sticks and queso. Ask family, who you got? Ladies and gentlemen, who will join mozzarella sticks? Christopher says mozzarella sticks are the way, the truth, and the light. Okay. Who will join them in the first round? Will it be nachos or will it be deviled eggs? Nachos versus deviled eggs? Ask family, I ask you, 
Who you got? Could get into a bathtub full of deviled eggs. Ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't even that close. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Nacho Madness. Ooh, dig it. Nachos move on. So half of the Mount Rushmore is set with mozzarella sticks and nachos. If you're scratching your head going, wait a second, he didn't. Yeah, it will be in the next round. And that next round is a fucking doozy. 775-357 fans. I'd rather have pickled eggs. Oh, God damn you, Stackar. Huh. Tuh. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. we got listener mail coming up tomorrow. We will go to round two after the next break. They tell me I'm home far beyond the skies And they tell me I'm home far away Oh, they tell me I'm home where no storm clouds rise Oh, they tell me I'm an unclouded day
of the king and his beauty there And they tell me that mine eyes shall behold Where he sits on the throne that is whiter than snow day said say a prayer for me she threw her arms around him whispered God will keep us free they could hear the riders coming he said this is my last fight if they take me back to Texas they won't take me back alive there were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the bell stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home. She reached down and picked the gun up that lay smoking in his hand. She said, Father, please forgive me. I can't make it without my man. And she knew the gun was empty. And she knew she couldn't win But her final prayer was answered When the rifles fired again There 
Chocodiles anywhere around here. And she goes, I don't even know what the hell a chocodile is. Chocodile is a chocolate-covered Twinkie. Now, I could mess up some fucking chocodiles, but I ain't seen none down here. Can you still get chocodiles? Because chocodiles are the shit. Those are the bizarms, if you will. Mm, mm, mm. She looked at me like I was crazy. Crazy. I miss Chocodiles, man. Chocodiles are good. 
you don't know what a chocodile is, you're a Satan-worshipping Russian lover. Man. I remember for a long time, like, you couldn't get chocodiles, like, in Northern California. You'd have to go, like, I went to, uh, this is back when Chris Payne had a soul and was my friend. We went to the Lakers-Kings game on Christmas Day. We had tickets, right? And I didn't really know about chocodiles. I'd had them, but I didn't know what they were necessarily called. And we stopped in a gas station in L.A., and there they were, chocodiles. And we bought some for the drive home. Yeah, they, they didn't make it even to the drive home. Those things are so good. Don't think you make them since they order hostess chocodiles for delivery. Uh, let's see. There's a website. Oh, okay. Sweet. Mike D doesn't like chocodiles. A stale-ass chocolate-covered Twinkie? Now stop that. Those are delicious. We don't besmirch the chocodiles in the house of Arnie. In the house of ass, chocodiles are held up. Uh, all right, let, let's move on to the rest of America, shall we? I know this is going to, hold on, let me get the right sound effect for this. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yep, 56 people were shot in Chicago this weekend. Nine murders, including an alderman attacked at a problem corner. Oh, d- d- Hangtown Jen, let me just say, you just got to try one. All you got to do is try one chocodile. Try one chocodile, you'll be like, oh, fuck. I remember seeing chocodiles on a couple roach coaches recently. And by the way, does anybody else do this? Because I did this. I got some ding-dongs. I know that's shocking at the house. We have ding-dongs. My new favorite are the little Debbie unicorn things because they're strawberry inside. Those are good. Um. I put my ding-dongs in the fridge. I like cold ding-dongs. You remember when the ding-dongs used to come wrapped in aluminum foil? See, I'm not a big fan of Twinkies either, but the chocolate covering makes them a lot better. Speaking of aluminum foil, okay, so I didn't take pictures, and I should have. There were some women wearing outfits on the planes this weekend, mainly coming back to Dallas. That I things I'd never seen before. This one gal, okay, she was uh, <clears throat> all right. How should I how should I describe her? She's about five three, black gal, about five three, weighed about two seventy five. She's a bigger, and and she had this like. You remember what the Macho Man used to do to his shirts with the sleeves? How he would fringe them down. Well, she had that on her half shirt and her short shorts. I couldn't look away. I could not look away. I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God. That wasn't even the worst one. Oh, I love zingers. Oh, and Dolly Madison zingers were, yeah, but then Hostess bought them up. Zingers are the shit. Uh, don't like Twinkies, you people are diseased. You might as well say, I hate mom, apple pie, and the American flag. <laughs> Hang down, Jen says, I hate apple pie ogre. Love my mom and the flag, but fucking apple pie, it's just punishment for my pie. Yep, yeah, I, I believe that, yes, ogre, when when Hostess went out of business, the country did start getting hyper-partisan and tearing itself apart. 
Mike D says, that's called ghetto. No, 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 no. You should have seen the gal that was in front of us in Dallas. Okay, she had some kind of fucking skirt on that that the side slit was all the way up, I think, to her rib cage. Okay, her big ass legs. This gal was about 5'3". I'm going to go ahead and say she was 5'3", 292. And uh, she had these shoes on that literally looked like she jumped in a box of Reynolds wrap and then put them on her foots. I'm sorry, her hooves. I was like, God damn. But I couldn't look away. I can uh, just say I had fit and cried a little. When Hostess took away the original round crumb cakes, half cake, half brown sugar, cinnamon clump. Oh, my God, I love them. 300 pounds, 5'3", celebrity sighting, you saw Snooky. Excuse me, ghetto fabulous. Yes, the shoes, they, they were like this bright silver. It literally looked like she stepped on this, the, the not-so-shiny side of the Reynolds wrap and then pulled up the shiny side to protect her heel and her toe. That was it. The rest of the foot was out there in all its glory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know she's 5'4". She, she's got to be pushing three bills. Uh, yeah, so Chicago this weekend, I know, surprise, 56 more shooting victims in Chicago. But the mayor, she has a plan. Good old Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief murderer. Um, she plans on, and I'm not making this up. This was a story I saw last week, and I'm taking it to today. She plans on suing gangs. I'm not making that up. She wants to sue gangs for the violence in Chicago. Boy, that's a process server I do not want to be. Excuse me, I'm looking for uh, the leader of the Bloods is little knuck-knuck here. And you've been served. Well, you ain't dancing. Well, you've you've been served your, your legal papers. Oh, pow, pow, pow. I mean, seriously, she's going to sue the gangs? For what? It's not like they're rolling in dough. They steal it, and then they spend it on drugs. They're not living in palatial estates all over the greater Illinois area. They are living in run-down houses on the south side of Chicago, slinging dope out of them. Instead of suing them, how about, I don't know, uh, hmm, I don't know, maybe arrest them, put them in correctional facilities? That, that, that would be a start. They live in a nightclub, for God's sake. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree. This is what should happen. This is exactly what should happen. Don Imus should become, if he was still alive, Don Imus should become mayor of Chicago. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. 
Uh, sorry for off topic. Did you notice last night Charlotte Flair didn't come out wearing her robe or yelling woo? Backlash from Dark Side? No, I don't think so. I did watch it last night when she did that stupid thing with uh, Alexa Bliss. Charlotte a couple years ago said she wanted to distance herself from her dad, and her dad didn't come to the ring with her anymore. And last night she was doing an interview, and she does seem to wear, like, regular clothes when she comes down for interviews. I don't think that was necessarily backlash. If they had backlash against her, I don't think they would have allowed her on the show last night with last name Flair. I understand what you're saying, though. In other words, she's going to take their crack and pile up. Yeah, pretty much, and sell it like the city owns it. Yes, my name is Jackie Childs. I'm representing the Southside Crips, Your Honor. <laughs> Man, she's going to sue gangs. What the fuck? You have a police force there that likes to use guns. Let them. Oh, yesterday I guess Canada had their elections, and I guess Justin Trudeau won. But the night before the election, a picture. Oh, this is not good. A picture was released of the wokest prime minister of all time, Justin Trudeau. Uh, This time they had the color image of it. It's come out before. But Justin Trudeau was in full-on blackface. Part of the Arabian Nights party (laughs) that they had, which I got to say that... I mean, if you're somebody that's woke, that, that that just can't be that good. Here you go. You can see the picture. Uh, random 32 drive-bys at her house. I mean, boy, this is not good. How does this guy keep getting elected? I mean, he is full, like the color picture, he is full-on in blackface, part of the Arabian Nights, and full-on garb, too. He looks like he's in a fucking movie. He looks like he's in the, the, the Aladdin movie. Oh. Oh, my God, this is so bad. Oh, wait, he did it again? He, he wore it another time, Global too? News has uncovered a third instance of Uh-oh. racially charged images of third. liberal leader Justin Trudeau. Uh-oh. Let's bring in our Ottawa Bureau Chief Mercedes Stevenson. She has Hello. broken the story. She joins us now from Vancouver with the exclusive details. Good morning. Say about. Good morning. A video Uh-oh. uncovered by Global News, which has been verified by the Liberal War Room, as in fact containing images of liberal leader Justin Trudeau. The Liberal War Room? What is that, a gigantic white flag? Good morning. Good morning. A video uncovered by Global News, which has been verified by the Liberal War Room, as in fact containing images of Liberal leader Justin Trudeau in blackface makeup. The Liberals have declined to tell us exactly when and where this video was taken, but you can have a look. It's pretty grainy. Uh, we wanted to be very sure that this was in fact oh, the Liberal God leader before it. we made the video public. They did confirm to us last night wow. that we are looking at Justin Trudeau in this video. You can see that he has blackface makeup on. Yeah. 
yeah. it's covering his face, neck, yeah. his arms and hands, and you can see between the tears in his jeans there that he also appears to have the makeup down his legs as well. This, as you mentioned, is the third image of him within about 12 hours that has come out. Uh, and and uh, initially broken by Time magazine. I can tell you that Global News obtained this video and has been trying to verify it for a couple of days. We approached the Liberal War Room with it last night uh, after that news broke from Time magazine to ask if this was in fact him. Uh, obviously such a stunning video that we, we wanted to be absolutely sure, but they do say, yes, this is Justin Trudeau in the video. Uh, they referred to his previous apologies on wearing blackface makeup and brownface makeup as being inappropriate. They've not issued an additional apology for this video. Wow, boy, that gal can talk right there. Oh, here, oh, Justin Trudeau, okay, he's saying, oh, this ought to be good. VA mental health care looks different vision. for every veteran because every veteran is unique. From telehealth and personalized treatment. Okay, you, you get no telehealth or personalized treatment on this show. www.rf.va.gov this is something uh, that Justin Trudeau. Uh, I deeply, deeply regret. No, you don't. Uh, darkening your face, uh, regardless of the context or the circumstances, is always unacceptable. What, what if you're tanning? I, I, I mean, I, that, that's, a, that's a legit question. Because of the racist history of blackface. I should have understood that then, uh, and I never should have done it. I am wary of of uh being definitive about this because a boot, a boot. he the, said it uh, again recent pictures that came out i had not remembered uh and i think the question is you didn't remember because you used to do it all the time you racist son of a fuck <laughs> determined seek feller is like saying i have black friends so i can say the n-word oh this is so good uh how can you not remember that yeah, because you did it that often? The fact is, I... I uh, I'm a blackout drunk. Say it. Say it. I didn't understand how hurtful this is oh, to people who live with discrimination that. every single day. Uh, I have always acknowledged that I come from a place of privilege, but I now need to acknowledge that that comes with a massive blind spot. I come from a place of privilege where I can dress up like the coloreds. I mean, come on, Justin. Just say that for fuck's sake. There you go. There you go. But but once again, once again, I'd like to point out, Donald Trump is racist. Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden are like a kindred spirit. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit. Yeah, you are. And you're not going to die. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Here's Judge Joe Brown and what he thinks of Joe Biden think that Joe Biden is a racist, from your opinion? Do you He's still a think racist that? dog. And he said, I saw him, I heard him. And no, you won't find it because nobody had a damn cell phone then. They hadn't been invented. Mm. Okay? 
but he elaborated on it over and over and there are articles many many articles out there over the years where he says the same thing he said negro children are roaches mm. and if you let them into a school by allowing them to sit integrate the schools you'll never get them out animals and they turn the streets into zoos and if you put me in the senate senator uh eastland and senator john b stennis we will work to pass laws to quickly put these animals in a zoo wow good old judge joe mathis not holding anything back in his hatred and disdain for joe biden Wow, their news up there verifies the story. Man, someone says it here and just news runs with it. We'll fact check it later. How much you want to bet he's pen pals with Hunter Biden? (laughs) That was Joe Brown. That was Judge Joe Brown. I love Judge Joe Brown. And and look, Joe Brown, this is why I like Judge Joe Brown. Joe Judge Joe Brown doesn't hold shit back. I saw an interview with him where he's talking about uh, James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray is the man that was convicted of killing Martin Luther King Jr. No, no, no that's Judge Joe Brown, not, not Mathis. Hold on, let me make sure, let me make sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Judge Joe Brown. No, Judge Mathis is awesome, too. He's in Detroit ruling on TV every day. Um, what was I going to say there? Oh, crap. Oh, Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown came out and famously said that James Earl Ray did not kill Martin Luther King Jr. James Earl Ray was not even in Memphis the day that Martin Luther King Jr. was killed. He's a fall guy. He pled guilty. You got a guilty plea. You got a you got a hungry mob out there that doesn't look. Look, America has not changed. If someone of 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 epic proportion like Martin Luther King Jr. gets killed, people want answers. They want blood, and they got it from James Earl Ray, who says, "I plead guilty to this." Plead guilty, there's no fucking long trial. There's no explanation of the evidence, anything like that. He's guilty, boom, you sentence him, he goes to prison. Where he allegedly shot from, there was a tree blocking that area the day of the shot. Judge Joe Brown, I I like Judge Joe Brown. He doesn't hold back. God bless him. I wish he would rule on this Justin Trudeau character. I just want to point out, every time that some Canadian actor, i.e. Ryan Reynolds, or anybody from Canada likes to point out how much better Canada is, just remember, their leader strolled around so many times in blackface, he doesn't even remember it. I think that's pretty fantastic. But once again, America is the racist place. Speaking of terrible people running for office, oh boy, 
good old fucking idiot Beta O'Rourke is at it again. Dude, you got beat by Ted Cruz. Ted fucking Cruz beat your ass. And now, oh, wait, wait. So Ted Cruz beats his ass, and he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking run for president. Nope, that didn't work out. So now, I think this is written all wrong. He's preparing to run against Governor Greg Abbott. Well, that's not very handicap friendly. Beto O'Rourke wants to be the next governor of Texas. Oh, Beto. Found that an interesting story about Beto O'Rourke and his his fine folks that he has with him. Uh, I believe he's native to the El Paso area, and he and... Uh, a bunch of his rich colleagues out there in El Paso decided to eminent domain an area of El Paso that was known for their 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 heritage, their Mexican heritage, and their Hispanic heritage. There, yeah, they went ahead and just domained it, eminent domained it, closed it all down. Toward the people of El Paso, they didn't even support their own their own son, if you will, running for president. And now this guy is going to run for political office yet again as governor of Texas. He will not even beat Matthew McConaughey. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So many people are throwing their names in. I heard Matthew McConaughey, now Beto O'Rourke. You got Alan West, and there's another Republican that's running. It's a heated race here in the Lone Star State. Unbelievable. Maybe I'll throw my name in there. (laughs) No, I better not. They might find those pictures of me. I don't have any pictures out there of me wearing black. That's the one thing I can say. I can say this for sure, and I'm very proud of this. I have never worn blackface. There you go. I feel good about that. I shouldn't. I, I, I think that should be one of those that's a given. But I've never worn blackface. Sorry, bro. Doing uh, Ollie's at a Whataburger parking lot and pe- speaking eighth grade Spanish is not going to beat Governor Wheels. No, it's not. Mm-mm. He likes to curse at his rallies. He thinks he's all that. He's a dipshit. Now, there's another person that's running for political office and... Oh, Jesus, this is fucking great. Manny Pacquiao has decided he's going to do it again, and he's going to run for president of the Philippines. How does blackface make you racist, though? All right, this is the way that I have heard it. Blackface was used to portray... Black folks in the early 1900s, in early movies and plays and things like that. Because they wouldn't hire black actors. 
And if by chance they did hire an actor or an actress that was black, they still made them wear blackface. So it's a very derogatory thing to do towards black people as if you are making fun of them. Now, I, uh, the only things I've seen of Beto, or not Beto, he didn't do it, but Justin Trudeau is that he's at these Arabian Nights things and he's wearing blackface, and the other one he has like what looks like a, an afro on. See, here's the thing. Is it racist? If you go to the history of it, then you can say, yes, it's racist, but why do people like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel get a pass? And really, Beto O'Rourke is getting a pass. He was elected again. Yeah, even the black actors at the time had to wear it. So if it's bad for, for these, why isn't it bad for Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon famously put on the black makeup, and he impersonated Chris Rock. Jimmy Kimmel did it, and he was acting like Carl Malone. But they've gotten a pass. I don't know why. I, I can't tell you why those two have gotten a pass. Julianne Huff did it a few years ago at a Halloween party where she was playing one of the characters from Orange is the New Black. And at first she got a pass for it. And then about six months later, finally people came and said, no, 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 she can't have that on. All I can do is tell you the history of it. I, I don't know. Does that make it racist? Uh, just because it was racist a century ago doesn't make it racist today. The Waynes did white girls. But shit, what am I thinking? Everything is racist these days. Well, you're asking the wrong person. You would have to ask somebody in the black community, do they find it racist? And what makes it racist to them? I'm just reporting what I know. And not allowing blacks to, <clears throat> to act because they were black and they didn't think people would want to come see them and then they put blackface on. You're not allowing a group of people to do something based on the color of their skin, so you're having white people portray them as blacks. I can see where that is racist back then. Minstrel shows of the old would have been blackface actors dressing in suits to pretend to be fancy and rich. It was meant to be funny because at the time, black people being rich was funny, super racist. Okay. Hey, I'll, I'll go with you on that stuff. Yeah, Derek, you're actually, you're right. If you're a Republican or anybody that supports Donald Trump, then you're automatically racist. Yet Donald Trump, this is the funny thing about Donald Trump. Donald Trump was actually named the NAACP Man of the Year for all the work he did with black folks. No president has ever given historically all black colleges as much of an endowment as President Trump did while he was in office. 
unemployment numbers were at an all-time low for black people and Hispanic people during his presidency. I don't know what makes him racist, honestly. And, and honestly, the the comparing of, of white girls to black men, I don't get any of it. I just don't get any of it. I didn't really like the Wayans brothers. I liked Damon Wayans. I thought he was the funniest of all the Wayans. Marlon and Sean Wayans, to me, were never that funny. Marlon's a little bit funnier. Do I care that they wore white makeup? No, I don't give a shit about that. I don't care. Mm, Derek, you're wrong. If you're conservative, you're a racist. It's much more broad than being a Republican or a Trump supporter. Blank Man was a great movie. Look, it, where he made fun of retarded people, right? Or was that Handicap Man? It was Handyman. Look, this is what we need to do here in America. This is what we need to do. We need to see stuff, and if it's funny, then we laugh at it. If it's not funny, then we don't laugh at it, and we don't watch it again. The last thing we should be doing is tearing people down left and right. Now, we shouldn't be going out there and making fun of races and and doing things that are obviously racist. If it's funny, it's funny. The end. I didn't find Jimmy Kimmel portraying Carl Malone, and he makes Carl Malone sound like an idiot. I didn't find that to be funny. I've never found Jimmy Fallon to ever be funny. Uh, Is there an argument for blackface having place in today's society? I feel that Joe Blow putting on blackface because he thinks it's funny is a no-go. But Dave Chappelle doing uh, minstrel jokes is okay. Not because he's black, because he is a professional. Leave it to the pros. Okay, Christopher, I'll challenge you then. Is it okay for Jimmy Kimmel to do the, the blackface as well? I mean, this is a very interesting thing. It's racist. It's also political. Uh, Joy Berger wore blackface years ago as a Halloween. Oh, Joy Behar. Wore blackface years ago as a Halloween costume and gets a pass. Megyn Kelly talked about dressing up as an African-American and got fired. That's very true. Nowadays, it doesn't seem to be what you do is racist as to more of who you are. Ellis told a few white jokes Friday in the room laughed their ass off. Yes, because it's funny. And it's true. My favorite response ever from a comedian about something being racist is from Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey talks about, do you know why black people are always portrayed eating fried chicken? Because fried chicken is fucking good. That's why. You remember when... Like, I I remember watching these, and and this is back once again when Chris Payne was a friend of mine. But I even had to tell him to settle down a little bit. Do you ever remember the the KFC commercials when when Jason Alexander was voicing them? You ever remember those? He was just voicing. This is before the Colonel campaign. 
There are like three or four commercials he did. And the only people in the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials were black. They didn't pull him off the air. Nobody's ever said that, that, that Jason Alexander's a racist. Michael Richards, though, when he used the N-word at a comedy club, wrongly, he's never recovered from it and probably never, ever will. Yes, I don't care that Jimmy Kimmel doing the Carl Malone bit because he's there for TV. It's dumb, and everyone knows it's for TV, actors being actors. Same for comedians and artists. Okay. Hey, at least you're – I appreciate that, Christopher. I appreciate that. So the the delineation is this, then. If they're doing it for TV or a movie, it's okay. But if Jimmy Kimmel were to go out dressed as Carl Malone to a a Halloween party, our next big holiday coming up, and it's not on TV, that wouldn't be okay. I'm not trying to have a gotcha moment. I just, I, you and I are having a conversation about this. I just want to know where people's lines are. And I really don't care about the line. Here, here's the thing for me. I, I don't care. If it's funny, I'll watch it. I, I, I'm tired of battling the, the, the race card with everything. That, that's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of it. Jokes are jokes. Okay? That, that's all they are. They're here for a reason. They're here for us to lighten up. I, have, I had a, a TikTok page banned. Why? Because they said my jokes were mean and they were bullying and they were all this bullshit. No, they're jokes. That's all they are. Simple, easy jokes. But if people don't like them, then they can keep scrolling. What the hell did you just send me? Gay Swedish male priest whose dream was to be a mother refuses to marry heterosexual couples. An openly homosexual Swedish priest at the Church of Sweden says he's refusing to marry heterosexual couples to protest clergy who do not wish to marry same-sex or homosexual couples. You know what, man? Fine. Don't marry them. That's great. They can go somewhere. See, this is where I stand. I stand on this. Let the market decide. Let the market and, and, and let his congregation decide. I appreciate you sending me that, Douglas. If his congregation is okay with this gay Swedish minister not marrying hetero couples because his counterparts are not married, fine. If he loses his entire congregation, guess what? He will be fired. He will lose everything. If people get upset at Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon for wearing blackface, then they won't watch. And then we are letting the market decide. We've stopped letting the market decide when it comes to this shit. If the market comes out and says, you're funny as shit and we don't care, we're going to keep watching it, then so be it. That's what the market decided. And the market can be fickle. 
And this goes all the way back to that baker, the baker in Oregon, who refused to make a wedding cake for two, to a lesbian couple or a gay couple. I forget if it was gays or if it was lesbians. Now, now look, if you want to protest on the city streets in front of his bakery, I say more power to you. That's the American thing to do. But to take the man to court and then have it all go all the way to the Supreme Court, in my opinion, once again, this is my opinion. You can disagree with it, and we can still be friends because that's what we do. I think is a waste of the court's time. I think the court has many, many things that are more important than a gay couple's wedding cake. And I'm sorry if you're gay and you disagree with me on that, but I believe that to be true. Go to another bakery. Isn't it that easy? I know I get mad on this show at places, and I fucking, but I I have to fill content, so I have to tell you about things that are bad. My my recent McCooney experience. I was fucking pissed off. And guess what? I will never go to McCooney again. Now, they're not going to miss my money because they're still a popular place. But if they keep bringing out dishes that have dish soap on there and the rolls are half-assed and not put together well, the market will decide then to go, well, fuck that place. How many people on here just heard the Swedish chef in their ear doing a wedding with that story? Do you do? You do. I do. You do. So fucking good. Oh, man. Uh, we got another story here about this shit. Oh, okay. Oh, this story. This is a... Woof. Everybody remember that movie Hotel Rwanda? Starring the the incomparable Don Cheadle. Remember that movie? It's based on a guy named Paul Rusa Bagina. B-A-G-I-N-A. Rusus Bagina. Well, he was recently convicted of terrorism-related charges and sentenced to 25 years in prison. He was found guilty of being a part of a terror group MC, MRCD, FLN, along with 20 other people, accused of acts of terrorism, two organized attacks, in which nine people died. His daughter told CNN, it's what the family expected, a guilty sentence and many years in prison. James is trying to silence my father for the last 20 years, and he has succeeded in silencing him for 25 Did he do this? I don't know. (laughs) I can't wait for the Don Cheadle to do a sequel. Big House Rwanda. (laughs) Welcome to the Hotel Rwanda. Gay Swedish congregation sounds like a bitchin' techno band. Who cares if he did it? There's no oil in Rwanda. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? God damn, that's about the most truthful thing that's ever been said. Nobody gives a shit about Rwanda. 
America's not going to, oh, man, you see the Rwandan guy? Jesus. Oh, that's right. They don't have any oil there. We don't give a fuck about them. Do you think Rwanda made a movie? Hotel Stockton? (laughs) Any bustling part of the Rwandan Hollywood scene? I swear, we we in America, we see these stories, and I did this story just just to kind of goof on it. We see these stories from all these other places and go, oh, my God, look how terrible it is. Once again, I, I just need to point this out, and this isn't me being xenophobic. Maybe it is. Maybe you find me to be xenophobic, and that's okay. We're not. I'm not going to change your mind. Once again, this is why I believe, Arnie believe, why America is still the best place out there. We're turning it into a place I don't want to be a part of with all the lawsuits and everything and all the name-calling and all the bullshit. He's guilty of covering Chuck Berry's song, Tutti Fruity. Little Richard. Little Richard and Pat Boone. And calling it Hutu Toosty. <laughs> Just, I mean, oh my God. I, this is why I love Americans and I hate Americans at the same time. Because we have this vision that the rest of the world, A, wants to be just like us. Or B, is like us, and we can't believe when we see stories from other parts of the world. I know that when I was telling my story about that, the, the documentary I watched on the, the female punk rock band in Russia, Pussy Riot, that people could not believe that in Russia they treat gay people that way. That's Russia. See, and I, it, it, it's, this, it's this crazy sense of entitlement that I believe is in America, that we're Americans. We have our rights everywhere we go. And let me just, I, I, I just real quick, um, uh, let me get the right sound effects in. in, in. No, you see, you don't. And it all stems back from, what was that? Bill Clinton was in office. You had that kid who got fucking caned in Singapore. The kid who did graffiti, spray-painted graffiti. And by the way, it's illegal in Singapore to chew gum on public streets. People hear that and they go, oh, my God. That's how they live, you see. Other countries look at us and go, oh, my God, how can they not eat horse? Or... How can they not eat dog? See, we don't do that shit here. But that's commonplace for the rest of the world. We have to we have to get over this fucking idea that the rest of the world is just like us and wants to be us. They don't. A lot of those countries are happy being the ransacked shitholes that they are. Now, you could call what I just said xenophobic by calling them ransacked shitholes, but I believe that to be true.
They think America is so bad, so terrible, that they took planes and they flew them into our Twin Towers. They flew another plane into our Pentagon. And yet another plane was crashed because, and I want to believe it's true, the, the, the people on the passengers on that ship rose up and fought against the terrorists. I really want that to be true. But when you see that movie, Flight 93, it reminds me of another movie. Oh, fuck, and I can't think of the name of it now. It's the one with Mark Wahlberg. Mike. Good old Mike Wahlberg's in it with, uh, with uh, Clooney. And they go fishing. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Ogre. What's the name of that movie? The fishing movie with George Clooney and Ma- Mark Wahlberg. You know, if third world banana republics and 9-11-ish countries start doing Instagram and TikTok executions, people would change their opinion. Those guys are hip. They're on Instagram. Them Kim Jong-uns would make this own app. Kim, <laughs> and it would perfect storm in the mosh. Fuck no, the world isn't like America. Those assholes eat Swedish meatballs on Super Bowl Sunday. No, The Perfect Storm. This is a great movie to watch. It, it's a fantastic movie. The only parts of that movie that they know are true are the night before they set sail and the morning that they leave the docks. Everything else, who knows? Who knows if they made it to the Flemish Caps? Who knows how bad it was in the storm they were in? There were no cameras there. Nobody survived. We don't know what happened to those, 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 those brave fishermen on the Alexandria Gale. I think that was the name of it. Nobody knows that. Everybody watches that movie and go, oh, my God, that's a true story. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's true that guys left a fishing area in, in the greater Massachusetts area to go fishing. And they got eaten up by a big-ass storm. That's all we know. We don't know if a guy got a hook stuck in his hand and he was dragged out to sea and another guy had to jump in to save him. But we all look at it and go, well, that's a true story. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, we do know what happened. They got turned into shark and sea turtle shit. Yep. That's one of my big rules of being Arnie. Don't get turned into shit. Uh, Okay, so this guy will probably, I don't know, Hollywood will probably come to save Paul Russell-Bagina. All right, next story. Sorry, I, I just had to go off on that. Now, I used to think that, that sharks were the biggest dickheads on earth. And then I saw a thing about orcas and how orcas are just fucking the main predator of the sea. Well, let me just tell you something. I, gotta, I, I have to amend my statement. The biggest Dickhead life form on earth are fucking bees. Why? 
because a swarm of bees has killed 63 endangered African penguins on the, co- on the beach outside of Cape Town, South Africa. How could anybody want to attack a penguin? Penguins are the most docile, friendly-looking characters out there. All they want to do is walk around and flap their little arms. I never liked the penguin character in Batman. Why? Because penguins are cute. That's right, I said the word cute on this show. I'll tell you right now, I like the movie Happy Feet. If penguins could dance, I would fucking pay top dollar to watch them dance. Nobody wants to hurt. The only reason why Batman wants to hurt penguins is because they made the penguin look like a bad guy. Penguins are not bad guys. Penguins are good. And now you got bees. Bees stinging penguins in the eyes. My God. Oh, nature is for sure not your friend. How could anybody really want to hurt a penguin? A real penguin, not a fat guy that looks like a penguin that goes, As trial, Paul will be asked if he had a matching a machine gun. Paul will grin and laugh and say, never had it, never will. Ha ha, and drink a 7-Eleven. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's easy. The penguins were dancing and flapping their feet, and the bees were led by John Lithgow in hate music. They didn't see that one coming. Hey, now, all right. <laughs> and by the way, these were African penguins, so these penguins you didn't want to fuck with. I can't believe I went there. <laughs> One of the big. <laughs> we do have audio. We have audio coming from it. Uh, enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking bees on this motherfucking beach. Hey, hey, penguin. Penguin, look out, the bees are coming. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. You know, I warned the penguins uh, 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 about doing that. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Hey, uh, hey, Mr. Penguin, what do you think if bees will attack you? Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. Anything else to say to your enemies there, Senor Penguin? Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. 
and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Mr. Penguin, uh, do you have any bee repellent? Okay, please. Here, you left this in my vagina. <laughs> I don't even know why I have that one. <laughs> do you happen to think that when the bees were flying, they... Oh, my lucky stars! The Negro! I know, I know. I'm going to hell. <laughs> oh, that didn't sit. The penguins were half white, and that didn't sit well with the African bees. Oh my God, we are all going straight to hell for this. Oh, T Public's gonna call me. Yeah, we listen to one of your shows, and uh, we're kind of having reservations about selling any of your products. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys found that as entertaining as me. Uh, our last entertainment. <laughs> Derek says, damn it, you're killing me. California is now moving closer. Oh, wait, that's not the right story. Hold on. Did I get rid of Oh, yeah, here we go. California is now moving closer to decriminalize decriminalizing psychotic dr psychedelic drugs. Magic mushrooms could be legal soon because that's what California needs to be more like Oregon. Jesus. Whoa, you can't say reservation. That offends Native Americans. Jesus. We offend everybody on this show. The legalization movement has brought up market marijuana shops in L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, and now focused on psychedelic drugs. Well, what's next? Is cocaine next, or is heroin next, or possibly could it be meth? This is a great idea. This is fantastic. Come on. Policy change regarding psychedelics is not inevitable. We are in early sensitive phase of the process. Yeah, the phase going, no, you shouldn't let psych psychedelic drugs go. Uh, all these people need to realize something here. <clears throat> First of all, don't compare it to alcohol because if you try to take away an American's alcohol, they will fucking murder you for it. Okay, alcohol's not going anywhere. And that that's why marijuana, the first time it was on the ballot in, in, in California, it didn't get passed, is because they tried to take on the alcohol companies. They tried to say, oh, we're much safer than alcohol. Don't fuck with Americans' alcohol. If they're going to try to... You're going to have to try to appease people that say, oh, they want to use these magic mushrooms in their homes. Because, I mean, look, look, I'm, I'm dumbfounded that, that Nevada legalized weed before California because when I first, well, thank you, Straight Fire. He says, I fucking love this show. 
Um, thousands of Asian children are beaten every year because of the spelling bee. Nevada, when I first moved from Texas to Nevada, if you had a joint, that was a felony. You will not. I, I wish I would have taken a picture of my face when they showed the first dispensary opening in Nevada, in northern Nevada, in Reno, and the line wrapped around the building like twice. Because they change people's hearts and minds on it. Now, marijuana, I think, is going to be a lot easier to change the hearts and minds of people because they actually do have some research that backs up that cannabis can be used as he and, and does have healing properties. Do you have that same sort of scientific evidence with psychedelic drugs like mushrooms? And if they let mushrooms go, they're going to have to let, like, ecstasy go too, right? Because that's a psychedelic. You can't smoke marijuana in the streets. At least I don't think you can in Nevada. Can't smoke it in casinos. Hell, you can barely even smoke anymore in casinos. They're not going to let you just sit there and eat magic mushrooms at, at, at the fucking sports book all day. This is going to be a long uphill battle. And if it's done the right way, if they can do this the right way and legalize it, I, I look, I don't care what you put in your body. If you want to jam a needle in your arm and shoot bleach up in your arm to get high, you go right ahead. Okay? I don't give a fuck anymore. But don't try to say it's legal and it's good. And really, really, don't. And I got into it with somebody recently on Facebook about this. Marijuana has now replaced the lottery in a lot of states when it comes to that money is going to go to the schools. I remember I I, I put up, it was the day that Gavin Newsom... uh, stayed as governor of California, I said, I have never been more proud to be a Texan. And I had a friend who's a teacher down in the Austin area, liberal as fuck. Not me, I'd leave here as soon as I could due to the education. So I simply put back on her page the the picture of Wild Bill from Tombstone. Well, bye. I'm not quitting on the kids yet. Blah, blah, blah. She tried to try to get in, in into it with some people. And I just want to say this right now. As far as education goes in this country, everybody needs to just shut their fucking mouths. Okay? And realize that Americans, us Americans, are being duped. Why is it that America, who spends more on education than every country combined. I want you to think about that. Canada, Mexico, France, Japan, China. All these countries can pool their money together, and they still will not spend as much as America does on education, 
And by the way, America ranks somewhere in the mid to lower 20s. Where's the fucking money going? Because it sure as fuck isn't going to teachers. It's not going to supplies. It's not even really going to building schools because we get bond issues for that. Where's the money going? Where it always does go. To administration and administrators. And they line their pockets with that money and do nothing for the education. So when the next time you see something on a ballot that says, vote for this, all the revenue will go towards these schools, you might want to look into that one a little bit more. Uh, All right. Enough of that shit. I'm tired of that fucking bullshit. Let's get to uh, round two of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch because this round two is going to be fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. Round one was a success for Celebrity Celebrity. Ass Deathmatch. Now, if you were here in the first segment, you learned that mozzarella sticks and nachos have made it to the mountaintop. Now we will find out who joins them and then find out who is the face of the Mount Rushmore of appetizers. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, Ass Family, here we go. Personally, I think the greatest appetizer known to mankind is this one. My ever so delectable and lovely Potato skins. You leave enough potato behind. You put some sour cream, some cheese, some chives, some bacon bits on there. Yum, yum. Give me some. And they're taking on the spinach dip in the bread bowl. You know, you get that bread bowl, you holler it all out, you cut the pieces up, and then you dip the shit in the spinach dip. So ask them. Potato skins versus spinach dip. Who you got? This one is a tight one. Potato skins, epidermis. Oh, Colin Farrell just texted me. Potato skins, potato skins, move on. Potato skins, move on. Oh, my God, potato skins, move on. They're both good, damn it. (laughs) Yes, oh, wait, wait till you hear the other matchups I got set. Here we go. Our next one here is pretty much anything you want to wrap in bacon because people have taken bacon and they've wrapped Brussels sprouts, asparagus. Fuck, they probably put cream cheese inside bacon. 
anything wrapped in bacon taking on the bloomin' onion. The deep-fried onion that was made popular at Outback, but you can find it anywhere. So is it anything wrapped in bacon, or is it the bloomin' onion, ass family? Who you got? I know, I am an asshole. Storming back. Look at that in a last minute surge. In a last minute surge, the blooming onion uh, moves on. Man. Does it get easier? No, no, it doesn't, my friends. This next matchup, oh, daddy. Oh, daddy, is this one a tough one? The ever so popular and delicious Little Smokies. The little sausages, you throw in a crock pot, you cover it with barbecue sauce, and you heat, and you serve it on toothpicks. Little Smokies taking on Chicken wings. Little Smokies, chicken wings, ass family. Who you got? Move on. Unbelievable. Oh, good night almighty. Final matchup of the second round. Real easy, people. Will it be the pizza rolls or will it be the pigs in a blanket? Pizza rolls, pigs in a blanket. Ask family who ya got.
anything, you can dip them. Ladies and gentlemen, it is over. Pigs in a blanket, move on. The correct dipping sauce. I don't think ogre is correct in your mom, but that's a great guess. Uh, you can dip pigs in a blanket in anything. Mustard, ketchup, whatever you want. Ranch. So it makes them so good. All right. Whew. That was tough. Now it's going to get even harder because we have to get down and see who is the face. or We have to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore first. And our first matchup is set. Loaded potato skins against the Bloomin' Onion. Potato skins, Bloomin' Onion, ass family. Who you got? <laughs> Ogre, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no reason to say fuck you to me. Woo! Now, who will join them in probably one of the most epic matchups we've ever had? In one corner, we have Little Smokies, and in the opposite corner, we have Pigs in a Blanket. Pigs in a Blanket, Little Smokies, Ass Family, I ask you the hardest question ever. Who you got? at that pigs in a blanket move on pigs in a blanket now douglas i i I mentioned chicken wings chicken wings lost to the little smokies i'm sorry so our mount rushmore is now set in stone and we will find out who the face of this is will it be mozzarella sticks (laughs) 
Will it be nachos? Will it be potato skins? Or will it be pigs in a blanket? We find out next on the Arnie States Show.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. All right, overheaded jet, but he did vote for potato skins, which we will be getting to here in just a little bit. We find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is of appetizers. Douglas thinks this was rigged and bots were voting. Christopher, though, uh, that, the voice of reason, Christopher here. Says Douglas chicken wings aren't really a good appetizer. They're the main course. The S family chose wisely. I have to agree. Like, I, I've been known to go to the Outback Steakhouse and just get an order of their chicken wings because their chicken wings are pretty damn good. I got to say, I like my chicken wings breaded, and there's come a little on the breaded side, so I, 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 I like that. And, yes, we will figure out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is in just a little bit. First, though, man, oh, man, let me tell you, hurricane season ain't over. No, sir, Rebob. Hurricane Peter. Roadhouse. No, no. no. <laughs> Come on now. Hurricane Peter. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, ain't it. You like that ain't it. That ain't it. Where the hell is it? Where's that good Peter I have? No offense, but you are a stupid asshole. Yes, yes, sometimes, sometimes I truly am. What the fuck starts a conversation like that? Yeah, I was. just sat down. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm just talking about Tropical Storm Peter, the 16th storm of the 2021 Atlantic hurricane season. It's uh, about 100 miles northeast of the Leeward Islands. No word yet on if it will make landfall anywhere time any soon. Uh, right behind it, though, hello there. Hello there. It's Tropical Storm Rose. Uh, Peter sustained winds of 45 miles an hour. Rose is starting to gather up some steam. Looks like they're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean right now, and it looks like this one's just going to stay in the Atlantic. So if you're planning on doing any sailing or any boating in the mid-Atlantic Ocean, don't do it anytime soon because two new storms are there. Tropical Storm Peter. Roadhouse. Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. I'm sorry. I like simple places like... Butter in my ass, lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy, call me a pervert. No, I'm the best there is, yeah. plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Peter does not seem to be a threatening name. Like, even they name in reference to running out of steam, to Peter out. The name just does not strike fear. That's a good call. That's a good call. Hurricane Rose, though, that one, uh, that one might have some thorns to it, if you will. Ha, ha, ha. Because every rose has its thorn. <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, I had all these things listed out. Okay. Yeah, definitely got to do that one. Oh, we'll do that one next. No, not really that one. No, 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 no. Oh, man, do I have it on here? Where? where oh, it would be in the sound effects for the beds. Uh, let's see, is it in there? No, that's Roy Kent. Music beds. 
It's about to come back, ladies and gentlemen. The hit TV show with season number 33. That's right. Fox Nation, the streaming service of Fox News, has announced it has gotten the rights of the series Cox. And we'll be bringing it back. The 33-episode revival season is slated to start on Friday, April 1st. I look, man. Just bring back live PD. That's all I want. I I, I love cops. Don't get me wrong. Cops was a great show. And I don't like this is on a streaming service. I want Live PD back. Live PD brought meaning to my life. Especially when they had the dogs on. Just just give me a damn TV cop show that shows police canines working. That's all I want. I don't care about the interactions between a drunk driver and a police officer anymore. I want to see an assailant running from the police dog. And the dog have a name like Adolf. Or Beelzebub. And that dog just fetches that bitch down and grabs him by the nuts. Harachas the shit out of his balls. The greatest cops episode I ever saw was like season two, because I'm old. Season two or three. Police were doing a, a, a sting, a bust, if you will, on a, on a drug house. And the guy running the drug house was this big fucking steroid freak. Big old dude looked, he, he needed to be in the damn wrestling business. Some bitch tried to run from the police dog. And first of all, when you're a big-ass bodybuilder, you ain't that fast. Because you got all that muscle to carry, so you're running. That fucking dog chased him down and made a main course out of his nutsack. <sighs> and the guy's crying. Get it off me. Get it off me. Get it off me. Fucking love police dogs. i tell you this right now. If I ever break the law to where they have to bring a police dog out, I am complying immediately. Uh, immediately. I would rather, I, I, I would honestly rather give up and fall down in, in, in a pile of fire ants than to have one of those police dogs fucking fetch me. Because that police dog is just looking at me. You remember the old fucking Flintstones? When Dino would get real hungry and he'd look at Fred and Fred looked like a big old Baronosaurus steak. That's exactly what the dogs see when they see me. The other day when we were flying out of, uh, was it, were we flying out of Sacramento the day they, the police dogs came? They were doing a sweep. The police dogs were doing a sweep on the concourse. Police dog came right up to me and started sniffing. Now, I didn't have no drugs on me. That dog was sniffing because I smelled delicious. That dog's like, hey, hey, uh, ooh, look at this guy. Ho, 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 ho. 
man, could we some di- – he looks better than a Gainsburger. That's old school for you dog people out there, Gainsburgers. See, that's a conundrum right there. You're nuts in a vice, a.k.a. dog's mouth, and you're angry, but you're also justified that steroids didn't take your nuts away because the dog's got one in your mouth. I still remember the time the cop showed up to an attempted robbery, but the homeowner blasted the guy with a double-barrel shotgun. They showed him take his last breath. Holy shit, I never saw that one. Oh, the ta- I like tasing, too. I like the way when, when people get tased and they just go down in a heap. That, you know, that, that, that's got me percolating. That gets me percolating. When I see the dog jump out of the window, I'm grabbing lube as fast as I can. Yeah, I, if a network were to put when police dogs attack out, I would watch that 24-7. I'd give up. I would never watch another episode of Criminal Minds. Law and Order SVU. Is that next week, Christopher? Is that this week? I know uh, Chicago shows come back tonight or tomorrow night. Does uh, does Law and Order? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize, Christopher, before you yell at me. I, I apologize. Does Law and Order SVU and, and, and Organized Crime, does that come back this week or is that like a month away? Because we got new TV shows starting here. So I, I need to know. Chicago Fire starts tomorrow and Chicago PD. Both great shows. NCIS is coming back on a different night now. I think it's on Friday nights. Mark Harmon's not going to be on that much, which I'm not very happy about. Not sure. Oh, man. We got it. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, uh, let's see, uh, Law and Order SVU, season, I guess, 23, uh, season, yeah, 23, September 23rd, it starts t- Thursday, what, what, ooh, there's a two, it, it, it's a double episode, hell yeah, bam, so there you go, Christopher. It starts this week. You're welcome. Okay. But, you know, cops coming back, too, so that's awesome. All my beer fans out there, uh, get ready, because there is a beer out there that you need. I need to watch Clickbait on Netflix. Okay. Shit, I got to watch Netflix because my damn, the, the heist show came back. That show from Spain about that I watched all like 28 episodes of, that fucking thing. That thing came back for season five. What's clickbait? Hold on a second. Let me, let me grab my phone and hit the Netflix thing there. Whoop. Come on now. Bubba, what are you doing in here? Oh, you smell something, don't you? Yeah, Money Heist. That's the show that I watched. Safe house, uh, let's see, clickbait. Uh, when family man Nick Brewer is abducted in a crime with a sinister. Oh, this is a series? I can't do that. No, not with new shows coming out. God damn it. Oh, Hangtown Jenna, I'm glad you brought that up. I've been wanting to talk about the, the Bob Ross thing on Netflix. Oh, what they did to that poor man. 
and his fucked up son. Well, you look at his son, you think he's working at a carnival somewhere. Bob Ross, the guy who painted all them happy little trees, man, brought hours of entertainment and joy to people. And those people that fucking backed him, what a sinister group. That that was a heartbreaking story. That's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, I, I, honestly. I mean, I didn't need to hear about Bob Ross and his sexual exploits. That, that did not entertain me at all. But, I mean... My whole world has been a lie, starting with, well, the hair was real for a while, but yeah, he, I mean, the man got cancer, he's going to lose his hair. But man, oh man, what a, what a great documentary that was. I've been wanting to talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up, Hank Tangen. I watched that, and I was just, like, I was mesmerized by it. All right, uh, Boston Beer Company, the owners of Sam Adams, They will be releasing Sam Adams' Utopias on October 11th. The beer will have a price tag of $240 with a limited number of bottles being released. By the way, (laughs) the alcohol level is 28%. The average beer is at less than 10%. This is some potent ass beer. Oh, permed hair is still his hair. He just chose to get it cut that way. Similar to the 2019 batch, Eupopias will not be sold in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. Meaning California, this beer will be released to you. Let's go back in time when I was on the air in Seattle. The guy who runs Sam Adams, that, that I, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, is his name mentioned in here? Yeah, you've seen him all in the, in, the, in the commercials. He came in, and he got the leader of the show and the producer of the show drunk in 10 minutes. I'm not kidding. He brought some of the illegal beer, the beer that was, I think it was this Utopia stuff. He brought it in. And at that time in Washington State, it was illegal to sell, but he could. And I wasn't drinking at the time. And uh, I think the guy's name is, it's, it's not Sam Cook, is it? Jim Cook. That's it. Jim Cook. Thank you, Scott. He got them so hammered. And we only had him on for like two segments. And those two got so fucking drunk off Sam Adams' beer. And I tell you what, that guy, that, that guy, Jim Cook, he loves his job. He absolutely, and, and it, was, it was a pleasure to work with him because he was such a pro. But man, oh man, did he get the partners fucked up on that shit. I had to end up driving half of them home. Doesn't like that. But yes, it's going to be, uh, it's illegal in 15 states. Sorry, young harm. No, you can't try it. 
I don't know if it's $240 a bottle. Utopia's aged for 24 years in wooden bourbon casks. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Something for all you beer snobs to think about. Once again, I never drank beer for the taste. That shit right there would be up my alley. Get me a couple of them. I'm fucking good to go. Now, yesterday we talked about this a little bit, about how it's not a man's place to go to bridal or baby showers. Well, wouldn't you know, three people were shot Saturday night in Pennsylvania after a fight broke out about gifts. Police took into custody a 23-year-old man, a 19-year-old woman, and a 16-year-old boy. Oh, wait, a 23-year-old man. Suspect was taken into custody after 23-year-old, 19-year-old, 16-year-old were all shot. Police say they believe the family argument that broke out was overturned physical before the shooter took out the semi-automatic handgun and started firing. Damn it. I said no more tickle me Elmo's. I got what does Broad have Barry to say? Morphew walked out of the Chafee County Jail right around 12.30 Monday afternoon. Surrounded by his Wait daughters, he quickly got... That's it. That, that's a different story. Here we go. I want to tap to unmute this Someone guy. opened fire inside the Kinlock Volunteer Fire Department. I'll take a look at this. Mm. You're looking right at the fire department. The hall is around the corner on the other side of this building, and that's where officials tell us the shooting took place. Channel hey. 11 confirmed shots rang out around 6 o'clock this evening inside the Kinlock Fire Hall at an event. Westmoreland County 911 dispatch says two of the victims were rushed to Allegheny General Hospital and the third victim to Forbes Hospital in Monroeville. According to our Trib News partner, a 16-year-old was shot in the lower body. 911 officials tell Channel 11 a suspect is in custody. I talked with the police chief. Well, why, why are they having a baby shower at a fire department? Well, I mean, at least you got the ambulance right there. People get shot. You, do, you don't even have to call it in. Oh, holy shit. I got to tell you all about something. Made me think. Made me think watching this at uh, the show Emergency. Remember that show? Bing, bong, bong, bong. When I was in California last week, I don't know what channel it was. It was one of those channels that plays all old shows because that's how I saw Emergency. I saw... I, 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 I saw what, what, what is the golden goose of television shows. The episode of the $6 million man that starred Lee Majors and his soon-to-be wife, Farrah Fawcett Majors, in the same episode. Oh, that was a glorious morning to be watching Lieutenant Colonel Steve Austin try to teach this astronaut how to fly, and then they went back to her place. And it was time to get bionic. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, nothing is better than the $6 million man.
Unless you got an episode of fucking Fall Guy to fall back on. All right, final story of the day. And then we'll find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. Now, you know my rules. I don't like to travel outside of the country. Mainly because, well, I hate the rest of the world. Now it's going to be even worse. This happened last week in Bolivia. And this woman, this woman went straight to Facebook. Oh, I thought the one where he fights Bigfoot was the most important. That is a great episode, Christopher. Don't get me wrong. The Bigfoot versus Steve Austin fight is fantastic. But when you see Lee Majors and Farrah Fawcett on the, stre- the same screen, there's nothing more beautiful. Like, they, they, they couldn't have had her in any more episodes because the rest of the world would have just stopped. So, okay, this gal went to a uh, hot burger. I guess that is their, their big fucking hamburger chain there in Bolivia. Didn't realize they ate burgers there, but that's all right. Um, yeah, Andre the Giant was Bigfoot. Yep. The restaurant was temporarily closed. Then they got fined after a Facebook post because she bit into her hamburger and found a severed human finger. That's wrong. Uh, Excuse me, I ordered this without a finger in it. I know we're in Bolivia right now, but uh, the post, which has been taken down, contained graphic photos and video from the incident. It's been shared more than 4,400 times. The woman can be heard in one of the videos saying, here we are at the magnificent hot burger where a finger ended up in my burger. My burger got fingered. Looks like a tasty burger. I mean, that that must be from their Facebook page because there ain't no finger in there. Um, Another video shows Benitez bringing the discovery to the attention of an employee who responds, please tell me what you want and we will give it to you. (laughs) Nothing like this has ever happened before. I would like a million dollars and a Lamborghini right now. Derek says, that's awesome. I wonder if that happened to be a fabulous middle finger. But cheeseburgers are finger food. Well now no Well now we know they got burgers in Bolivia. That's true. But I mean, like, you know, I hope it's not I, I would rather it be a middle finger because if it's an index finger, there might be a booger on the nail. And I don't want any part of that. I don't want no boogers or no fingers in my burgers. Can I get a booger free, finger free burger, please? Thank you. Oh, shit. They haven't learned from Wendy's. Severed fingers go in the chili, not the burgers. Boy, I remember that story from that San Jose Chili's. And it turned out to be all fake. Maybe this will be an all fake incident as well. But you remember some bitch had to cut his goddamn finger off so the lady could put it in the chili and then eat some of the chili and go, oh, my God, there's a finger in here. My chili was fingered. And still, I'll never forget the episode of doing this show when I realized how much I enjoyed the phrase getting fingered. 
because you could never use that on regular radio. Getting fingered, oh, fingerings on, oh, it's such a good word because it's so, it's so fucking crass. It, 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 it's so trashy sounding. It's so fantastic. It is one of my favorite words to use. So there you go. Those are our stories today. If you go to Bolivia, don't go to, what's the name of this place? The uh, Hot Burger, or is that, is that the name? Hot Burger, yeah, that's the name of the place. What a terrible name for a restaurant. Hot Burger. Uh, post a fucking cool burger. Add some Chick-fil-A sauce, and that finger might be okay. No, let me correct you, Scott. Add some Chick-fil-A sauce, and I will fucking eat the shit out of that finger. God damn, Chick-fil-A sauce is good. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we are have reached the pinnacle of pinnacles. It is that time to find out who the face of the Mount Rushmore... Of appetizers will be. We've had a great struggle going on, and now we're down to the final four, which includes mozzarella sticks, nachos, potato skins, and pigs in a blanket. Who will come out on top? We find out now. Let's get it on. In our first matchup, Ass Family. I ask you to vote on this tough, tough subject. When it comes to appetizers, between mozzarella sticks and nachos, nachos or mozzarella sticks? Ask family, I just have one question for you. Who ya got? Mozzarella sticks move on. Mozzarella sticks move on. Final matchup. Boy, oh boy. They've battled their way through spinach dip, blooming onions, and anything wrapped in bacon. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about potato skins. And the potato skins are taking on the winners. Be pizza rolls, chicken wings, and little smokies. I give you pigs in a blanket. Potato skins. Pigs in a blanket. Ass family. Who ya got?
Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. We have a winner. No, it's not the Washington football team anymore. It is just potato skins. And now the final matchup is here. In one corner ass family. Jen, I'm going to be playing the banana phone song here, so don't get distracted. We have the tried and true mozzarella sticks. You can dip them in ranch. You can dip them in marinara. Or you could get the potato skins, which you dip in sour cream. Some people do in ranch. I don't understand those people. They're strange to me. But whatever. Mozzarella sticks, potato skins, ass family. Who you got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. I've got my hunches It's the best, beats the rest Cellular, modular, interactive, modular Ring, 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 ring Banana phone Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping Banana phone It's no baloney It ain't a phony My cellular, bananular phone Mozzarella sticks win! Mozzarella sticks are the face of the Mount Rushmore of appetizers. Mozzarella sticks. Wow. What an event that was. I was thinking about something there. I know we have blonde set for Friday. What about condiments? Have we ever done the greatest condiments? I mean, I, we could do that if I can think of 16 of them. I, I, I think I can, and I think I will, and I think we might change Fridays to the, the Mount Rushmore of condiments on Friday. But today we have, we have crowned a, a new Mount Rushmore champion, and that is mozzarella sticks. What a day it has been, as family. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit beside him in New Hays. A pink dress, a matching bow, and her ponytail. Kissed me on the school bus, but told me not to tell. Next day I chased around the playground, across the monkey bars to the merry-go-round. And Emmy Lou got caught passing me a note. Before the teacher took it, I read what she wrote. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? 
is outside waiting to arrest him.